Welcome, friends. Come now, have your seat by the fire. Here we tell stories of wonder and magic and of gypsies. Come closer and I will tell you of the wandering minstrels. Hello, everyone. This is Laura. Welcome to the second official Wandering Minstrels podcast. I'm so excited. Okay, so first of all, thank you all for listening, um, because I guess in the first two days I got 70 hit. It is apparently I can't talk. Um, That's going to make this very difficult. Um, the first two days I got 78 hits on this podcast. That is so cool! Oh my god, so thank you. Um, done geeking out, even though you guys are still awesome. Okay, um, this week we're going to be talking about uh, something that is essential to most forms of entertainment, and it is music. Uh, music can provoke emotion, it can set the tone, it can, um, it can give the experience of tension, romance, horror, suspense, you know, it's so involved, but so subtle, Um, and if it's not there, you notice, because you're like, well, this is boring, Um, so anyway, um, so we're going to talk about some of the stuff that has been granted for Gypsy, which is really cool, and I've also got a about an 11 minute interview with Stevie K. Farnaby. Um, it was actually like 20 minutes long, but we started rambling. <laughs> and because, well, Stevie's my bud. And so when we get talking, we start geeking out. And um, to save us both from humiliation, I cut out some of the geeking out part um, to sort of keep it focused. But anyway, he did, um, he did a sh- mini series a miniseries called Electric Grasshopper. Now you'll notice in the interview I say it wrong. That's just because I'm stupid and I didn't write it down correctly. Um, and uh, so he talks about that and he talks about his um, uh, his musical career and his experiences with audio drama. Um, and I guess right now what I want to do is I want to talk about some of the stuff that's been granted for uh, some of the shows that we have. Um, So first of all is Stargazers. I know, I'm a big Stargazers freak, but it's my baby. What are you going to do? Okay, so we got granted a song for Stargazers um, by... Vixie and Tony, and I'm going to post their website on uh, the link for this, or on the page for this podcast. Um, And Vixie and Tony have a song called Ladies Don't Do These Things, and it is so appropriate for for the storyline of Stargazers, and because you've got these two characters who are doing things that traditionally ladies don't do, and so the fact that we got permission to use it, and I kind of altered it for the uh, for the promos, um, and we got permission to do that too. That's so cool. Um, and then there's another group that 
um, we're familiar with that we're trying to get to help us out with um, some of our shows um, is a group called Howlo. And if you go to BrokenSea.com, um, which is one of our web affiliates, um, they have a show called Grog and Griffin. And on that show, uh, Howlo does a lot of customized songs for, uh, for the show. And that's really cool. And of course, we want that too. So um, Stevie K. Farnby uh, kind of turned us on to it. And um, hopefully we can get some of their stuff because it's cool. Um, and I'm going to do a little plug later after um, I share my lovely interview with you guys. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to just go ahead and switch over to my interview with Stevie. Um, I will warn you that he was recording it, and for some reason my mic was really loud. Um, so I don't talk very much <laughs> because um, it's mostly about him. Um, but I apologize for the sound quality ahead of time. So, Stevie K. Farnaby of Broken Sea and many other productions, how are ya? I'm fine, thank you very much. And how are you, Laura? I'm pretty good. So, um, this week we're talking about music for, um, for all the different shows and how, you know, we do get a lot of stuff from uh, Kevin McLeod at, at Incompetech, but some people make custom music for the shows, and I know that you um, did an entire series of shows just with music um, called Electronic Grasshopper. Um, yeah, um, that was... Want to tell me more about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, that was actually Electric Grasshopper, and um, what it was was um, I came up with the idea um, a little while back um, I'll tell you what it was, was um, I'm actually a qualified uh, music producer, first and foremost, and um, I, used to, I used to produce off an awful lot of different bands, um, some famous, although the <laughs> vast majority weren't though, they were just kind yeah. of, um, just, just bands sort of starting out and recording their first demos and such like. Um, and then about a year and a half, two years ago, I made the transition over to um, producing audio drama, um, which is something I've never really looked back on. Um, yeah. I've, I've just enjoyed the last two years massively. And uh, what happened was um, I came up with this notion of trying to tell a story, but to try and tell a story musically, but without dialogue. Um, so it's just music. Um, and sound effects and just pure ambience alone. Um, so that's where I was kind of coming from. Now the first one, the first one in the series is Electric Grasshopper, which is a three-track EP. And the first, the first track being somewhat of a main theme and just kind of an introduction to the to the story. And the real bulk of the story is in the second track, um, where you hear the actual invasion taking place. And then yeah. the third track is just somewhat of a, a little, uh, a little bit of me sort of chatting on about how I came up with the various concepts and stuff. Um, now, Electric Grasshopper was meant to be the first in the series <laughs> of, of oh, really? sort of yeah of audio EPs, um, you know, sort of musically based sort of drama EPs. Um, mm-hmm. So for the first one, I went for this. Um, I suppose heavy electronic feel because the theme is sort of very much it's it's alien invasion the big sort of classic sci-fi theme and I thought heavy electronics would go really well with that um, the next one however is um, I've, I've, that I've actually got on the cards planned in fact is um, 
it's one based on uh, gothic horror. <laughs> so it's going to have lots of sort of harpsichord type sounds and things like that going on in the background. So it'll be a slightly different approach. <laughs> yeah, definitely sense. different from an electronic alien invasion. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, certainly would be. <laughs> now, for, for that, um, you're going to be using uh, sound bites uh, as opposed to um, actually playing a harpsichord, right? No, I'll be... Uh, um, yeah, sort of samples, you mean? Yeah, I mean, I've yeah, got that's a, what I mean. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a music production synthesizer here. Um, it's called an, an, an Sonic SD One, and it's, okay. it's the same um, synthesizer that Mike Oldfield uses. Oh, cool! And it's, um, it, it, the sounds on that particular synthesizer are absolutely incredible, um, and and it has some fabulous sort of harpsichord presets on it. So I'll be using those, I would think. Um, along with lots of sort of choir type vocal effects and so all sorts of sort of soundtrack type effects. I've got an entire disc full of um, soundtrack um, sounds just for the Ensonic. So that, that should be really good fun to sort of play with us on the next one. <laughs> now, have you done any um, traditional type of background music? Well, not background music, but beds for different shows? Um, you, you mean sort of in a classical theme, or...? Yeah. Um, yeah, in fact, um, I've done a few little bits and pieces. I mean, one of the things I did recently was, um, if you listen to the, the, the show The Prisoner, for mm-hmm. example, over on, on Broken Sea, um, I actually did the main theme for that. That's actually my, my version of the theme. And that had, oh, that's awful, awesome. that had an awful lot of... Oh, thank you very much! <laughs> that kind of had an awful lot of sort of um, classical type sounds on it. There's a lot of brass and strings and such like on there. And um, I deliberately went for sort of 1960s sounding orchestral type um, sounds and presets for that. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Taylor made some myself as well, um, just so I could kind of capture that 1960s feel. Um, I've done a version of um, I've done a version of the X Files theme as well, which was kind of oh, interesting. Um, I was kind of hoping that one would be used on the series. It hasn't been so far, but it might be sort of later on in for the second X Files series. So I'll, 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 I'll look for that then. Yeah, that should be fun. Um, and again, like I say, the the sounds on the Ensonic really really do add to that because the orchestral sort of sounds on the Ensonic are, are really top-notch the, the the sort of full-on studio quality sound effects um, so it's so really big and grand and up front in the mix and stuff so they're, they're really really good um, and so I'm kind of looking forward to doing that <laughs> that sounds great um... so and some of the other shows that they have on Unbroken Sea and even on um... Gypsy have uh, show have songs with with voices and stuff in them. Um, would you? What would you recommend for someone who wants to write a song for for a show? Um, you you like, mean in terms of how to get started? Like how to get started? How, especially if you're handed a script and said, "Will you write a song for for this?" You know. Oh. Well, to be honest, um, every musician sort of over the years kind of develops their own sort of style and their own methods for songwriting. And um, to be honest with you, I mean, I've been involved in sort of songwriting and music production for about 
and I suppose 20, 25 years. And um, <clears throat> to be honest, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you kind of hit that, that sort of nice patch where everything seems to go right. And you kind of, you pick up a script and the script, everything that you know you're going to write or everything that the script requires sort of just jumps out at you and it comes very, very easily. And so mm-hmm. you wind up actually recording an entire song in about 10 minutes. And then, oh, there, cool. are, then there are other times <laughs> where you just can't seem to get, the, you can't seem to get in the right frame of mind. And how can I put it? You wind up with... Um, as, uh, you know, taking literally weeks and weeks and weeks <laughs> to write and record like a two a two minute sort of piece of music, and and so it, even for somebody like myself who's been in the sort of business for twenty five years, it still <laughs> it still varies <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. Some days it's easy and some days it's not, and um, it depends. Like I say, I mean, certain things sort of jump out at you within a script, and you kind of pay attention to those. Um, but you do get those times where you just can't do it. You know, the, the ideas yeah. just don't come to you, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get that with writing too, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I mean, I think um, on, on that subject, actually on that subject, there's, um, I have tended to find that within the audio drama world, if you seem to be talented at one thing, you almost seem to have like multiple talents seem to go with it. So if you're good with production, you tend to be good with sound design and such like as well. If you're good yeah. as a if you're good as a voice actor, you tend to be pretty good with the writing as well. I've found and all. So everybody seems to have these multiple sides to what they, what they can do, uh, and and you know their skills and such like. Um, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it's kind of a difficult one. I suppose. <laughs> well, you know, you can't do everything, otherwise you'd yeah. over you'd explode. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there's a danger of overexposure as well. <laughs> That's true. And then you get so many emails about, will you do this? Will you do that? Will you do this and the other thing? And there just aren't enough hours in the day. Oh, I get them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After, I'm, I'm yeah, you s- get me bugging you for an interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's always a pleasure for you, Laura. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. And and for, for Gypsy in general, actually, um, like I say, I mean, I get on really, really well, and some of my, some of my best friends are, are over at Gypsy. So, yeah, always a pleasure to work on Gypsy stuff. Um, oh, yeah, and we love to have you on because you always fun. put out quality work and stuff like that, and we'll definitely get you in a couple more shows. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. It should be fun. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm already plotting what I'm going to write for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing the results. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, the one thing I don't do is write um, because it just doesn't seem to be my bag. You know, I mean, write words, that is. But there is this commonality between sort of the different art forms so you tend to find that the people who, who, who are good at sort of writing words aren't very good at writing music and vice versa but there is a commonality in the, the same sort of problems that you get from writing words seem to be the same problems you get when you write music absolutely <laughs> you know you're, you're always trying to find the right vibe or the right flow you know and, and again I'm, I mean it must be the same for yourselves you know when you when you actually write in words you know that some days it comes very easy and you can knock up an entire script in 
Uh, oh yeah, and minutes. then other days you're you're stuck on the first page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's the same with music. It, it very definitely is. Um, you know, I can I can vouch for that. <laughs> and I'd, I'm definitely looking forward to possibly having you uh, work on some of our shows because um, we've got a bunch of new ones coming out, and so course, we'll definitely. Yeah be uh, seeing if you want to do something for for one of our new shows oh yeah i mean i was talking to gwen recently about dracula um oh yeah i'm excited about dracula i am so excited about that series because it's well it's just it's just a great project i mean it really is you know it's the classic gothic horror piece and i mean um i actually own half a book publishing company called gnf publishing and we specialize in horror so i've got this big um, this big interest in horror anyway and of course Dracula is the mother lord of all horror films <laughs> or all horror stories really it's the big one you know yeah it it's is. iconic of course it is yeah yeah Alex Gilmore is uh, is taking care of that I believe yeah and because uh, he's a he's a big fan of it too so um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be pouring himself into it once once he's able well, of course, yeah, it should be fun. Um, it's it really does has the um, as the same Sweden anyway. <laughs> should, should, shall I just go back in time like one of those tips that you know and, and rewind? You know, well, on that note, when we're tripping up our words and you know, yeah, um, sure. Thank you very much for for talking with us about about Electric Grasshopper and about some of your other projects. Of course, um, yeah. And, a pleasure. And we'll uh, we'll look to see you on more Gypsy Audio stuff too. Yeah, looking forward to it. Take care now, Laura. Right. Yeah. You too, Stevie. Bye bye now. Okay, so um, that was my interview with Stevie, and it was kind of weird officially interviewing him uh, because, well. He's my bud, and I don't really, you know, I'm not good with the whole formality thing. Um, so anyway, uh, what else did I want to talk about? Oh yeah, so um, the other thing is, as you can probably hear below, I've got um, some background music, and that is by Kevin McLeod, and I end up using a lot of his stuff. Uh, mostly because I'm too scared to ask anybody to write music for uh, for me. Um, but his uh, music is on Incompetech.com and it's all royalty free. And that website is pretty cool too because you can search by genre or you can search by feel. And by feel, I mean, let's see what he's got for... Okay, he has action, aggressive, bouncy, bright, calming dark, driving, eerie, epic, groovy, humorous, intense, mysterious, mystical, relaxed, somber, suspenseful, unnerving, and unlifting, or uplifting. (laughs) Wow, I can read too. (laughs) Okay, so, um, that was, uh, that's pretty cool when you're looking for stuff, and you can select multiple, um, things to try and find what you want. Um, and I like a lot of the stuff, although it doesn't really match with what I'm trying to do usually. Um, I sometimes end up using it for a podcast like this, or I'll use it for, um, a show. I did Jonah Hex for, uh, 
I did Jonah Hex. I directed and produced jo Jonah Hex for, um, for Circus 13, the first episode. Gwen's doing the rest because I had to give it up. Um, and, uh, that, finding the music for that when I went to Incompetech was, uh, much easier, but it still took a while because he has so many pieces up there. Um, however, if, um, if you or someone you know writes music and you want a chance to get it played and heard on, um, on Gypsy Audio shows, all you have to do is email us. You can email me at, uh, laura at gypsyaudio.org, or you can just email the, um, the staff page, which is gypsyaudio at gmail.com. And I'll post both of those, uh, email addresses on the webpage as well. Um, was there anything else I wanted to talk about? Um, we also have, uh, we like to put pictures with each of our shows, um, and we get our pictures from freedigitalphotos.net, um, and if you have pictures that you want to submit for, uh, future show use, feel free. Um, I know I made the banner that you see at the top of this page. Yeah, I made that with PowerPoint. I was so proud. <laughs> um, I love PowerPoint because I can make things look different than they originally are. Um, okay, back to music. So yeah, um, crap, I forgot what I was talking about. You notice how that happens when you start going on a tangent, then you try to go back to the topic that you were originally talking about, and it doesn't really work. Um, that happens to me. So anyway, the, the music is, is a huge part and we like for, we like the music that we can find, but we also like to have artists create stuff for us because it makes it a little more customized and, uh, well, it also gives us a chance to show somebody else off. Um, so please feel free to, to email us if you have, um, if you want to write for, sh write songs for a show, or if you have music that you want to submit for us to, um, for us to play, we'll gladly advertise it and we'll gladly put it on there. Um, and I think that's about it for my ramblings today. Um, our Shivani Gwen is at a convention this week and I'm so jealous. Um, so, but hopefully she'll be back and for the next podcast and do the first Shivani's Corner. <laughs> so exciting. Um, and thank you guys again for listening. We've got some new promos up on the uh, websites. Um, what is it? Uh, we've got Tomorrow People. And that one is so cool and creepy. Oh my god. I love it. And then we've got the two um, uh, Stargazers uh, pod... Uh, not podcast, but promos. I can't even remember the name of my own show. Isn't that bad? <laughs> um, so we've got those two. Um, the promo 1A, I think it's promo 1A. Anyway, that's Brea. And promo 1B is Rhiannon, which is Gwen's character. Brea is my character. Um, and we used, as I said earlier, we used Ladies Don't Do These Things by uh, Vixie and Tony. And, uh, 
I think we both picked verses of the song that really portrayed the character very well. Um, for Rhiannon, she is a very atypical um, Duke's daughter, and she's uh, she she doesn't want to be hampered down in a classroom learning to needlepoint or do calligraphy or any of those things. She wants to travel. She wants she wants to be able to to be a modern wo- woman as we would think of it. Um, and then you have Brea who is kind of forced to in order to make her livelihood um, because her her parents are gone and she needs to uh, she needs to make her money so she does what her father taught her to and is a blacksmith um, well anyway I'm just kind of promoting it watch for the show watch for tomorrow people we also have um, an audition out for uh, which one is it? Oh, um, we're, we're doing another Lara Bond. Woohoo! Um, so we've got an audition out, so check out the audition page. Um, and I think that is really it for all my ramblings today. Thanks again for listening to Gypsy Audio, and have a good day. Content of the Wandering Minstrel podcast is copyright to gypsyaudio.org. Music provided by Kevin McLeod at incomptech.com. Thank you for listening and continue to watch for the next Wandering Minstrel podcast on gypsyaudio.org. That is G Y S P Y A U D I O.org.